0: Welcome everyone to another Sunday roast, hope everyone's got their Sunday roast cooking away, getting ready for a massive weekend of games, Um, as I always say, it's getting into the good part of the season, all we are missing now is a good snow game, I don't think there's any on the (laughs) slate this weekend, Uh, I got Liam over here with the British Eagles, Uh, big weekend for you Liam, massive weekend. (laughs) Big weekend for this, and thanks, Alec, for, for having me on. Yeah,
1: hu- huge weekend. Eagles are 10-1, and and we're playing your team tonight, the 49ers, which I cannot wait for because I think this is going to be the toughest matchup that both teams have faced so far this year.
0: I I put out a bit of a tweet uh, at the beginning of the week around this. and I, My view is that the Eagles need to put points on a big team, in terms of runaway, have a runaway victory, and the 49ers need to win a close game to prove that they can win a close game. So I think this is this is fascinating for both teams because of either way it goes, it's going to be like, well, you didn't quite do what you've been capable of doing, or you didn't quite do so I think it tees it up for the playoffs really nicely. Um uh-huh. I'll leave my prediction for the end. Uh, but tell us All what right. you've got going on this weekend because you've got a busy, busy Sunday.
1: Yeah, no time for a Sunday roast in this household, um, Alec. It's it's a big weekend for British Irish Eagles. We've had a big few weeks actually. We're just off the back of a trip to the US, and we took twenty five UK British and Irish Eagles fans over to uh, Philadelphia for Dallas, um, which was a a roaring success. Can talk about that a little bit later. Uh, What a game! I I know. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Oh, we'll talk about it now. Um, so, yeah, we, we we had an incredible trip. We um, we stayed in a four-star hotel in the middle of Philadelphia. Uh, we met. We were with ex-players, Hollis Thomas and Seth Joyner. And we did a tour at the link. We were in a suite for the 76ers game, suite for the Flyers game. We had a VIB tailgate at a casino. And then we had incredible seats behind the end zone for Eagles Dallas. We, we were on four um news stations were on fox nbc abc local radio it was it was crazy we built it as the eagles trip of a lifetime and it was just unbelievable
0: love it i love it and the fact that there's so many uk eagles going out there as well is fun just shows the dedication um i think I it'll I be triple you... next
1: year i reckon it'll be triple the amount next year yeah that was it was that successful
0: did you get a lot of shocked faces when they say, oh, you've, you've all come from, you know, in the UK, where they'll be like, wow, like...
1: Yeah, we're just a token, like, English people over there. Like, they they love it, though. Like, they, you know, they love the fact that the Eagles are celebrated abroad. Like, a lot of UK NFL fan groups, I'm sure they get very similar reactions when, when they do trips over there as well. And yeah, we had some Irish people, we had some Scottish people, we had some English people. Uh, I believe there was one Welshman there, um but yeah it was it was just a crazy trip and um we'll be doing it annually now that was the first one we're gonna be doing annually
0: nice nice so tell us about the british eagles how long you've been going um tell us a bit about yourself how you got involved with it all
1: yeah cool i'll do british eagles first and i'll do myself so um it was actually founded about um 10 years ago and um about three years ago, uh, just over three years ago, actually, it was our three-year anniversary about three years ago of the podcast we do, which is called the British and Irish Eagles podcast. We, myself, an Irishman, Mick, um, the Scotsman, and Phil, an Englishman, there's a joke there somewhere, uh, we were part of this UK NFL WhatsApp community, and we said, look, there's, there's no podcast for the Eagles outside of even the US, really, of, of notes, so why don't we set it up? I I, had journalism degree, so... It was my kind of way to go and use that degree outside of normal working life. Um, And then for the first year and a half, it started getting some really good traction. We started getting Philadelphia media personnel on there, um, uh, both independent journalists, part of mainstream media, but also the Eagles organization themselves. We started looking and we saw online that there was a couple of UK Eagles Twitter accounts, but... Both were pretty dormant. They weren't being used. So we reached out to a guy called Anthony Bullock, who was running the British and Irish Eagles at the time. He just had a kid, uh, been made CEO of a company, was too busy. We kind of merged with him because we were getting lots of traction. And then within a couple of months, Anthony was like, you guys are flying, You know, take it, go <laughs> with okay. it. Um, and since then, I think like our followers on Twitter were like 1,500 or 2,000. Now we've got 4,500 in in 18 months since we took over the Twitter account, but podcast has been going for three years. We've had Colleen Wolf on the show. We've had it's clang, clang, yeah, yeah, drop mic drop. We've had Colin Wolf on, we've had Eagles running current running back and assistant head coach Jamal Singleton on the podcast. We get all of the main uh, Eagles media personalities on the show. We've had ex players on the show. Um, we're looking to try and get actual players on this year, which will be amazing and it's just grown and and, and out of that grid of community so we do uh watch alongs at passion Avenue, waterloo uh which is where we're going to be tonight so if you're listening in you're watching right now or you're listening later come and join us at leak street waterloo passion Avenue. i'll be there from six there's probably about 60 70 fans are going to be down there we do about four or five watch alongs a year depending on whether we make it to the playoffs or not um which is which? Which is great. We're gonna try and do one in Ireland next year, and try and do one in Scotland as well to branch out a little bit. And we have a, a UK uh, WhatsApp community as well. So there's like 140 Eagles fans on a WhatsApp group that just goes off all the time, especially on game day. Like you can expect like a thousand plus messages easy on like on like game day. And uh, we do fantasy fantasy football leagues. We do giveaways, prizes that we get given from. Um, the, from the eagles themselves, uh, we raise money for a charity this year's Charity is Mind uh, that we're raising money for. Actually, there's a raffle today at Passion Avenue where all are, the proceeds are going are going to Mind. We do a newsletter, and of course, as I mentioned, we we now do. As you can see, my cat wandering in the background. Um, um we 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 now do trips to. Um, Philadelphia as well so it's grown arms and legs it's it's all a bit mad and but we we absolutely love it and, and shout out to Mick McGivern and Phil Mount Stevens who are my who are co-owners at the British and Irish Eagles and me and do the podcast with us as well.
0: Nice busy busy season already then
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's been it's been mental. We were actually supposed to be hosting a watch along for the Seahawks game as well, but that's been flexed to Monday night football and they've taken the Chiefs out of that. I don't know if you saw that.
0: Very um, strange. I thought it was a very we were talking about that on Wednesday night. Very strange decision to be flexing those out.
1: I, I know. I, I mean that's a bit of a kick in the teeth to the Chiefs, eh? Like, uh, Eagle, Eagles are showing you up this
0: year. I don't get it. I don't get wow. it. Seahawks, uh, I think, um... I can't see that being a, a must win game for you guys. I think you're kind of locked up your division. Uh, I think the Cowboys may have something to say, but I think that's a bigger game, you versus the Cowboys. Um... I think
1: that's going to be the tougher one. Um, I, 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 I kind of feel, feel the opposite. I kind of feel like if we win tonight, we're fine, uh, because we've got to play the. Um, Giants twice and Washington once and the Seahawks. So, what are you saying about Washington?
0: They were my team of the season to upset some people. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I mean, they, I mean, (laughs) Sam Howell looked like Joe Montana and and Patrick Mahomes against us. Uh, Like, he threw for like 400 odd yards against us. He always seems to show up against the Eagles. So, maybe I shouldn't count that as a banker, but uh, I actually (laughs) think Sam Howell's a really good quarterback. I, I think once he gets a decent offensive line in front of him, and watching to make some savvy picks, and if they get rid of uh, their their head coach, there, Ron Rivera, then I think they could be a dangerous team uh, to watch, especially with the new ownership in the next They're few re-tooling. years. I they massively the are. I mean, the Cowboys are perennial failures, and um, they look good during the season, and, and, and then they fail when it when it comes to the most important times. I fully expect Dak to fall over on a banana skin or something on the last play to get through to the playoffs. Uh, the Giants are an absolute. I was going to swear they're, 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 they're garbage, man, and they're going to continue to be garbage for years. I cannot believe they paid Daniel Jones that amount of money. It's mind-boggling.
0: We had a Giants fan on last week, and I pitched that to him as well. Of Why did they not just let jo- uh, Daniel Jones walk, see what he could get in the open market, and then he would have turned around and come back? Because he yeah. wants to play in New York as well. Um, oh, I, yeah. I thought that was a very strange decision for that to happen. <laughs>
1: It's it's strange. I mean, you, you mentioned you mentioned busy year. It'll it'll get busier if the Eagles do, and they, and they will make the playoffs. It's just whether they'll make get the number one seed or not between, you know, yourselves, the 49ers, uh, the Cowboys, and maybe the Lions. But the um Cowboys have don't have a, an easy um sh- schedule coming up. Like they've got to play some difficult teams, and when they come up against teams which are good, they they tend to lose a bit like the Dolphins have this year.
0: Well, the Seahawks is their only win above a team that has had a winning record. So, uh, and they were six and like five or have.
1: something, were they? Yeah,
0: like they were six, six and five as well.
1: Yeah,
0: barely. Um, just a quick check on the Cowboys because I know they've got a tough run in it with you guys at the end.
1: Uh, they definitely have a tougher run. I think they played the Dolphins. By,
0: yeah, you got Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, uh, Commanders. Say that again. Sorry. So there they go, uh, Eagles, bills, dolphins, lions, commanders.
1: Yeah. I mean, they could lose to the lions, the bills, and the Eagles there and you know, and maybe not even make the playoffs at all. I mean, here's the hoping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you, asked, you, asked really, you asked really how I got into the NFL. It's weird because we were talking a lot about this on our, uh, on our podcast and a lot when we went on a trip, and it was the question we got asked all the time when we were in the U S was um, how did you guys become Eagles fans, man? That's so mad. And we, and, and every single person's, everyone has a different reason. And that's, that's the beauty of being a fan of the NFL in the UK for whichever team you're a part of, you know, mine was um, my wife who I met 10 years ago, her uncle lived in Newtown, Pennsylvania. So I always liked the NFL. I had no reason to support a team. First place I went to in the U S was, was, Pennsylvania, um, went to an Eagles game, and that was it. You know, I was sold, hooked, hooked, line and sinker. Phil, talking about hooks and sinkers, Phil uh, w- was uh, working for the Navy, and they ported up in Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore weren't playing that weekend. Otherwise, he would have been a Baltimore fan. He hired, he got a big bus, I got loads of his crewmates, and brought them all down to, um, to Philadelphia to watch his first game, and that, and that was his reason. I can't remember what Mick says, but he always says it's a terrible reason. So that's probably why. And I think he might just remember. be
0: hates Dallas. I think that might just that, be his that, reason.
1: That, that's him. That's him right there. He yeah. just said Dallas sucks. <laughs>
0: um, I, yeah, okay. I can't, I mean, as a 49ers fan, I can't agree on that one anymore. I think that's one thing that we'll agree on as Philadelphia and Eagles fan, and 49ers fans that uh, Dallas are way down there.
1: What do you think about tonight, Alec? What's your, what's your predictions?
0: Um, I've had this down as a loss at the beginning of the season. Um, I didn't expect us to lose the three games that we lost. Um, I think that's, I still have it down as a loss tonight.
1: That was with uh, your, uh, le- with uh, Trent Williams out, wasn't it? Was that when you lost those three games? Yeah, we
0: lost Trent Williams and we had Debo um, and yeah. CMC was banged up as well. So, good uh, enough. I have, in there. <laughs> yeah, Trent Williams is the big one out of all those. Are, but I still have as a 49ers loss. Um, I think it'll be a 21 7. 21-17, Eagles win uh, with a last-minute field goal, and it'll just be that you'll have the ball at the end.
1: Yeah, last-minute I mean, we were talking about Jake Elliott, um, talking about clutch players for the Eagles. Uh, might be one of the most important kickers um, in the NFL. He's nine for nine on tied or game-winning field goals, and he's got more, he's got more made over-60-yard field goals than Tucker, than, like... All of like the best on kickers on
0: fire on Monday night as well. He was absolutely on fire.
1: Yeah, he's he's special. We love Jake. Like honestly, like I don't think there's a team that loves your kicker more than the Eagles love Jake Elliott. He's he like and I don't think there's a kicker getting gets as much airtime on our podcast that Jake Elliott does compared <laughs> to other teams' podcasts. It's 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 a bit of a weird um affliction, um affiliation, I should say, uh, for for Elliot. It's gonna be really interesting tonight because the 49ers. There are a lot of people in a lot of Eagles fans who think this could be a loss tonight for the Birds. I mean, Vegas have us as favorites. I I think you as favorites. Sorry, yeah, they do by three. Yeah,
0: I think it was free free yesterday, and I haven't looked today. Uh, I think that's down to the rest. Um, The The three days rest period. Three day rest period. Also, I think early on in the week, you had some injuries as well. Like Lane Johnson was questionable, which I think would have been a big miss.
1: That would have been huge. Um, he... Our record with Lane Johnson is as bad as yours without Trent Williams. And it's dreadful. <laughs>
0: uh, so I, I still have, I want Philly to get the number one seed because I want to go and beat you in the championship game. Here we go. Uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> <Nice>. So, <laughs> um, I was there it's...
1: for it last year. I was in the stadium. Oh, that's a
0: brutal game. Was it a brutal game to watch as a Philly fan as much as it was as a 49ers fan? No, it was
1: absolutely incredible. (laughs) I mean, after the first five
0: minutes, it was just a, a
1: walkover. There was literally no 49ers fans in the entire stadium. I think I saw three the entire day walking around and they got absolutely abused. Dread. Eagles, Eagles fans are as advertised. Right? there is no one likes us. We don't care. That's that's the. That's the <laughs> and I will tell you what, your boys have done a good job of whining all year since that game about about Brock Purdy not being fit. Oh, we would have beat you guys. Oh my God, it's so unfair. I mean, come on, you got. You, do you think you would have beaten the Eagles last year with a fit Brock Purdy?
0: Um. I, yeah, I think we would have done, but I it like I think it would have 30 come...
1: to 7 in the end. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah, like it was we had, close.
0: But, yeah, <laughs> but we had no, our, our, our defense was on the field way too long. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been close. I generally think it would have same thing again Ball ball comes down to the last, whoever has the ball last takes the yeah. win. Um, but I do think whoever wins tonight will not settle. I think they'll meet again in the championship game. It
1: will be incredible. Like, and look, I do not want the 49ers to win tonight, um, but the Eagles are not going to go 16 and one. It's just not going to happen. There's going to be a loss. It's it's going to be tonight. It might be against Dallas. It could be against the feck and giants for all I know. And "fuck" feck is not a swear word in Ireland before you ask. Um. So, so, you know, there's going to be a loss. And if you beat us and that gives us the ammunition to come back and beat you guys for the trilogy, in, in the playoffs, then, you know, that'd be awesome. But we got a to watch-along tonight. Like, we're, we have so many fans down there. So we, we need a win. Like they, one of the, We've done two watch-alongs since the Super Bowl. And that watch-along we did for the Super Bowl in Passion Avenue, I have never seen a crowd be so elated and then look like every small puppy dog had been killed in the world instantly at the same time when we lost that game. It was It was the feeling of, like... Oh, I can't even describe it. Like, the it, it drained emotions were was horrendous at the end of that yeah, game. I don't want do, to repeat that well. again. The decision the, as
0: well yeah. was horrendous.
1: I mean, I, I, I struggle to. I'm not going to blame the decision, even though I think it was the wrong decision. Um, you know, Bradbury came out and, and said, look, you know, they called it. I did touch him. He didn't think it was a penalty, but they gave it in the end. <clears throat> I feel like. The Eagles had a chance to put that game away, and and they, and they, and they didn't. Um, and I don't believe in I don't believe in um, um, conspiracy theories or anything like that. But the fact that but the fact that all the Chiefs had the right cleats on for the game, and the Eagles didn't. I mean, if you go what bugger back and watch the Super Bowl, the amount of times they're going to get they're getting to patch Mahomes and they slip and they fall over. Um, I don't know whether there was a little bit of insider knowledge there. And again, not saying that that's foul play, but had the Eagles had the right shoes on, Mahomes would have been sacked about five times in that Super Bowl, um, whereas we didn't get to him once.
0: He, no, I don't months. think you'll meet the Chiefs back there again. So I think it'll be another, I think the Ravens get there. Is that kind of where you're looking?
1: Yeah, it's weird. Start of the season, I, ha- I had Eagles-Bengals um, circled in, in the Super Bowl. Um, it, although a lot of people didn't think we'd make it back. I think Bengals the Super Bowl. Uh Yeah, I, I still think the Dolphins could surprise a few people. Uh, I, I think the Ravens are looking like the favorites to get there at the moment. Absolutely. I yeah. would never count out the Chiefs just because it's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, it's, it's like Brady. Like, you just never count Patrick Mahomes out. Um, but, yeah, I think – I'm going to go out on a limb. I reckon the Dolphins are going to make the Super Bowl. I'm going to put that mm. out there on a limb. I think they're – When they lost some of the games, they were banged up in the secondary. Their secondary's back now, and they're they're looking strong. They have dynamic playmakers all over the field. The problem is their quarterback isn't isn't as good as Lamar. He's not as good as Mahomes, not as good as Burrow, not as good as uh, Josh Allen, not as good as Jalen Hurts. Not similar to Brooke Purdy. I mean, that's a bit of shade on your your behalf, I know. But they're similar types of players, right? They're not going to bomb the ball down the field. 60 70 yards they're accurate um they're they're very accurate pocket passers they run their scheme very well get the yeah. ball out get the ball accurate get it into the hands of your playmakers you know they're not like hugely talented quarterbacks, but they're very, very effective. Like Drew Brees kind of quarterback. Yeah. He was a great quarterback, right? Let's say they're not
0: good. smart. Yeah. The smart quarterbacks. I think what I'll let Miami down is their coaching. I think Mike McDaniels needs a couple of more seasons at coaching. Like some of his time. You look out, a like... little bit like Mike McDaniels. You know?
1: yeah. I mean, not McDaniels as funny as Mike there?
0: McDaniels. I'll take that. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take his wage as well. Uh, they need a bit. They need a bit more coaching. His two minute job is horrendous. When you go watch, go and watch Miami in the last two minutes of each half, they're absolutely horrendous. Um, yeah. Prediction for tonight, Liam, come on, give it a, it's a 49ers win. Oh, no, I mean, I've just a couple of Eagles fans watching this. Uh, there's at least one, so um, I, I
1: can't come on this podcast and give a 49ers win. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, every single game this year for the Eagles has been close. And I don't care. I don't need a blowout win against a good team. Give me Man United in the in the, in the late nineties or early two thousands when they even when they played a bad game, they managed to grind out a win. Right. I'll take that all the way to the Super Bowl if that's the case. So <clears throat> I think it's gonna be high scoring. I think it's gonna be more than 2117. I think the weather is, I think the rain's gonna be gone. I, I read just before I came on this call. Yeah. Eagles need to attack through the air. Um uh, because because your defensive line is is strong and I believe your starting safety is is out as well. Hertz is gonna have a big game. I think the 49ers are set up to score very well against the Eagles. Our defense has been one of the it's like Jacqueline Hyde, our defense this year. Like it's it's been either incredibly good. Uh, or terrible. The big thing is Sean Desai always seems to turn it around in the second half, our defensive coordinator. It's a very long-winded explanation for what the prediction is. I'm going to go for 31-26 to the Eagles.
0: Ooh, 31 Okay, I like that. I can see that. I can see that. Um, I always ask a uh, player to watch in the game <sighs> that you don't normally So It can't be a, a star yeah. player. Give me someone that's a uh, neutral mm-hmm. fan watching this game can look at and go, actually, yeah, I'll take that.
1: Oh, it's interesting. You've got, to be,
0: you've got to beat my Texans. So we had a Texans guy in a couple of weeks ago. He said Tank Dell, like literally four or five weeks ago. And the kids. Before on he exploded. Fire. Before yeah. he exploded. Yeah. I
1: don't think there's going to be a, I don't think there's going to be an offensive weapon that I could say that would be a surprise because um, it's going to be Devontae Smith for AJ Brown because Dallas Goddard is out injured. He's, he's not playing. I don't but Is he? Well, she was definitely trimmed out, but I'm pretty sure he will be.
0: I would be surprised, yeah, because he didn't practice all week. Has he?
1: No, I mean he came back quicker than Aaron Rodgers from from his injury, like <laughs> broke his arm for God's sake. I can't believe he's even considering playing today. Uh, I'd rather rest him up. <laughs> oh, Julio Jones, Julio Jones. Um, all right, so <clears throat> against Dallas, he stood up and made a big catch in the end zone. I don't think Julio Jones is going to go for 100 yards today. I don't think he's going to go for 50 yards today, but I reckon he could catch a couple of really important first downs and, and a touchdown in the end zone. So if you're looking for an outside-the-box prediction, with Dallas Garra probably not playing, A.J. Brown double-teamed, and Smithy's not going to catch everything. Yeah, Julio, Julio Jones.
0: Like it, like it. Uh, tell us where we can find your podcast. Give us a plug. Um... Sure. Yeah, you can find our podcast on on all of the streaming
1: channels. Um, So Apple Podcasts, Spotify primarily seems to be where we get get most of our listens. We're also on YouTube as well. Like you guys, we use StreamYard. We are at uh, BritishEagles on Twitter. Uh, You can find me at Limariel underscore Keir on Twitter as well. You can find Mick and Phil on our Twitter page too. We're also on Instagram and it's the British and Irish Eagles podcast if you're looking for it on Spotify, or on Apple Podcasts. And we've got a website there. If you're an Eagles fan listening in, and you want to sign up and join the British and Irish Eagles, it's very easy. Just go to www.british-eagles.co.uk. I sound like an advertisement
0: board. Love it. Off the tongue. Love it. Professional. <laughs> uh, and if you're hanging around London, or you fancy tripping, trip in, go and check out the Watch Party. I'm actually going to go and check out this bar, because uh, Philadelphia is on the list of places to go. Uh, Coming tonight, uh, Alec? Watch you game. tonight? Uh, I know I'm, I'm uh, not, well Midlands. I'm slap bang in Nottingham, so uh, a okay. bit of a stretch for me, mate. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I don't know where I could stand standing there with a bunch of Eagles fans in my red. There's a couple
1: of 49ers well, go. fans going to be there. A friend of mine,
0: two friends of mine coming are 49ers fans, but you will be in the minority of UK. Maybe next time. Mate, uh, yeah, championship game. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll make an effort. Sounds good. Appreciate it, well, Liam. Have a good weekend. Uh, hopefully it's not too good. Hopefully it's, you know, from nine o'clock <laughs> it gets a little bit worse.
1: No, I really appreciate Alec and good to see you guys trying to do a proper around the NFL show here on a Sunday afternoon. Wish you guys all the best and um, no, you now come on, come on again on. next time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: definitely. Appreciate that one. Thank you very much. Cheers, Liam. Thanks, guys. Bye. Wow. So Eagles rivalry hotting up there. I reckon that's going to be a rivalry that I won't say will tip the Dallas one uh, with the 49ers, but I reckon it could be around to linger for a long, long while. Um, Talking about the Cowboys and someone who's going to have a nice, easy, easy weekend watching his team win. Um, It's nice and easy for him. I love a Thursday night win. And then you come back, come and watch Sunday football. Nice and relaxed. Paul, how you doing, pal?
2: Hey, how's it going? Yeah, really good. Thank you.
0: I'm good. I'm I'm feeling less confident about uh, the 49ers game. Okay. Uh, I've taken a head decision. I'm going with a loss to the 49ers. Uh, I just think in Dallas, uh, in uh, in Philadelphia, the way they've been playing, um, it just yeah. I just the rain. It's gonna be a bit wet, bit a bit grim. I just can't see his can't see his taking it.
2: Yeah, the, the boys from the, the the west coast, from the sunshine, heading to Philadelphia in early December. It is a tough one. I still find it. I, I heard you guys talking before, and it, it does make sense as to why kind of the Niners are favourites. But that kind of worries me a little bit. Obviously, huge Dallas Cowboys fan, so I'm I'm rooting for the Niners to 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 win this uh, this evening because it opens everything back up in the NFC if the Niners win. Um, sets up a huge game for Eagles Cowboys next week, and just brings the NFC East back into. It kind of a, a race brings that race the number one seed back into a, a race between the three teams and that's what we all want right you know selfishly putting yeah. our team uh you know team loyalty to one side we want to see an exciting finish if you've got three top teams there racing for a, you know what's going to be a vitally important um home field advantage through the playoffs i think that's what we all want to see and, and if that was to happen if the niners win tonight that sets it up next week and then it sets up all the way through to week 18 whereas if philadelphia win tonight it, it, then it's just a bit of a, a canter for them to to the number one seed to the end of the season, so I think everybody—not because of any particular dislike for Philadelphia, but just for the benefit of the rest of the the regular season—would would be pulling for a 49ers win tonight. I just want a quick shout out. You, I see, listening to you and Liam there talking about Niners, Eagles, NFC Championship. He's getting a number one seed. You've all seen you've seen of Forgot you've all seen to have Forgot about about the Dallas Cowboys. Um. Tough for us to get them, but I think we'll have a huge, huge, um, huge part to play down down the stretch, and and very much very confident going into next week against Philadelphia. As you said, there's nothing better than a Thursday night win. Put your feet up, watch you guys battle it out later this evening. We've done our work. We came through a very difficult game Thursday night as well. The Seahawks played to a different level. You know they've had a bit of a, a rough patch where have their wild hard wild card hopes started to. To fade a little bit, well they were brilliant on Thursday night.
0: I think, uh, so I watched, I didn't watch the game live, uh, but I caught up on it. And, and I think that Gino wasn't fit last Thursday when he played the 49ers. I think he was struggling. um He didn't scramble around in the pocket. I know he's not known for being kind of elusive, but he's known for having that kind of scrambling away from the first line of attack. Um, and I think we sacked him five or six times. So I, I don't think he was fit. Coming back off that shoulder injury, he wasn't comfortable. Uh, it was a quick turnaround. I think he was touch and go. He didn't. I don't think he trained in the week leading up to the 49ers game. I know it was a a, a Sunday to Thursday game, so you're probably only going to get one training session. But that's still, again, massive. So I don't think that was a real Seahawks team that the 49ers faced. Um, so, yeah, watching it, it's, they looked a completely different team.
2: Yeah, and I think um, you know, a bit of a bounce back you saw uh, on the... The coverage of the the Thanksgiving game that Gino was getting kind of treatment during the production meetings with the NBC guys laid out yeah. on the table while he's talking to Tariqo and Collinsworth. So yeah, um, but yeah, the again it's a tough one for the for the Seahawks the NFC playoff picture as a whole because you kind of felt they were in were in a real good position to win that game Thursday night. Like I said I thought they played brilliantly offensively. You know, they might have conceded, for, you know like 40 points go, but I thought they did play relatively well defensively as well. And yeah, just it was a tough, tough one for Dallas at home because they are they just steamroll teams at home. You know, that's 14 yeah. straight, they've won um in you know in, in Dallas and Jerry World now. And but typically, you know, they're putting 40 points up and you know shutting out teams or certainly keeping them to less than 20. So yeah, I think it was a test that Dallas needed about kind of having to come from behind at home. It's the best, arguably the best win. Probably that or the Rams, which doesn't say a lot about kind of the schedule that Dallas have had, um, because they've had picked up a lot of relatively easy wins against your Giants, your Jets, your Patriots, you know. But that Seahawks is probably the best win they've had so far this year. But that that schedule all of a sudden gets tougher starting next week with Philadelphia. So I think we'll see what Dallas are. Are, are all about these next few weeks um but we need the favor alex we need the, we need the favor this this evening so if we can make that happen that would be great i
0: i generally can't see it happening i think it's going to be a it's going to be a struggle for the 49ers um i think it, eagles being at home i know they've had kind of that that short week i don't think it bothers them the the bulletin board of it kind of they they're behind the eight ball um in terms of the the score predictions and stuff i don't think it kind of it works. Do you know what I mean? It, them being betted against it's just bulletin point stuff. So I can't yeah. see them. Uh I can't see them giving it up. M- my hope on and also if we lo- if we win tonight, I don't think we're getting the number one seed because I can't see it beating the Ravens on Christmas Day. Uh, Christmas Eve, I think it is, or Christmas uh Christmas Day night. So it's yeah, I, I I'd rather come out of this game, and I've said it all along, I'd rather come out of this game healthy than win the game and lose a Debo for three weeks or lose CMC for four or five weeks. So my, my thing for this is play healthy. Let's play for that number two, number three seed. The division's going to be locked up. So we're not going to be on the road. We're not going to be in a wild card. Um, that's, you know I mean? Let's play, let's play sensible yeah. football.
2: It's interesting. Because I really think this game is going to be, this is this, I think this game tonight is going to be the game that we didn't get in January because of the, you know, the, what the, just the, awful look and i just had a quarterback with birdie and then just johnson and all of that stuff happens i think that's going to be the game that we we, we should have got in january that we, that we didn't get i think there's some real weakness in this philadelphia team and we've been sort of you know shouting out on on, on our show a little bit around look philadelphia could have quite easily lost against the cowboys lost against the chiefs uh, and lost against the you know lost against the bills they could have lost all three of those games and there's a piece around you know they hang in there, and maybe it's just you know Jalen Hurts' sheer will has got them through some of these games. But they're you know, they're going up against a 49ers team who's 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 got over their little blip that they had earlier in the season, come back really, really strong, and the 49ers will put put the Eagles away. If the Eagles give the you know chances like they've been like they gave the last three games where like they could have lost, the Niners will punish them and the Niners will put this game out of sight and i think philadelphia are in a real difficult situation at the minute with that offensive line is becoming it's hard to take it's a weakness because look at the guys you've got on there jason kelsey the last month or so hasn't been playing to the level that we're so used to seeing jason kelsey is it just an aging lane johnson's been injured and banged up i think the nine is with that you know array of talent they've got on that defensive line can really get to, to, to philadelphia and cause a lot of problems i think that that rushing game will slow down i think they'll harass hurts all afternoon and it's just then the the Niners is capable which i think they are of punishing them and scoring touchdowns and not field goals like the other teams have been doing the last few weeks
0: Talking about weaknesses of our team, we've got Gary. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, what wow. a segue! What a segue!
3: Wow, walked into that. Appreciate that, Alex Thanks for that. Wow, well, yeah, for you for holding the fort down. Jeez, how, how you are doing, worries? Paul? Thanks for jumping in, man. Afternoon, Gary. Yeah, that's yeah, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were just talking, just talking when your, your you. own co-host throw you under the bus like that, isn't it? Jeez. So, <laughs> I'm used to it on
0: our show. What up, a team! What a team! <laughs> what a team! Um, uh, we were just talking gary we, we had a good segment uh with Liam about the eagles um they've got a nice watch party going on as well um, yeah. down in waterloo which is pretty cool um and he was saying he was saying that he cannot see the 49ers coming out of this one with a win uh with it being wet uh with it being uh the way the eagles are set up to win and i kind of agree so i'm i'm kind of on this of i think it'll be a close game my prediction is uh, 21-17 with a Eagles field goal win. And I think it is down to the last kick of the game um, so where we, where the 49ers just can't get a grip. How about you? And then we'll talk about some hire. other NFL games.
3: Oh, well, this one is a weird one because, you know, what Paul was saying, it seems like the Eagles this year are last year's Vikings. They're, they're, they're eking out those one one score games. They're like 10-1 when they really should be eight and three at least maybe even seven and four some of those games have gone their way that really shouldn't have done and they you know yes okay they've been finding ways to win and that's you know that's a positive and that's that's a plus But um you know the the Niners have been the, the Niners have been stomping teams you know when when the Niners win they win big it's you know they put 30 odd points on teams they win by two clear points it's it tends to not be a tight game, the Niners. If the Niners are going to win, they're winning big and they're winning by 10, 14 points. Um, and there doesn't seem to be a middle ground. I don't think. I don't think the Niners, I think they're like one and two in one-score games this season. So you know, the, the Eagles know how to win close, gritty games, but the, the Niners know how to finish games and win games comfortably by putting the points on the board and t- putting teams to bed when they have the opportunity. And and I think what Paul says is, is spot on there. If if the Niners can move the ball and can score TDs on their drive rather than field goals and leave, leave the door open for the Hurts Eagles to eke their way back in. I think then, yeah, then it's an arm wrestle and then the field, then home field advantage and the weather and everything else starts to come into it. And then maybe, maybe then the Eagles say, well, we know how to win these games and the Niners don't, but I, I, I got a feeling the Niners got are going to go in. Devo specifically, I know you just mentioned him about. You know, you want to make sure he comes out healthy, but he's going in with a point to prove. There's a, there's a few players going in. I think Trent Williams is going to have a beast of a game.
0: He may have a target on the back of his back. He a may well tar. be targeted
3: after the last time. So I think he's going to go. He's going to have. A, I think there's a lot of chirping and there's a lot of n- niggles and a lot of aggro. And I think a few of the Niners players are going to go in with a bit of like look, this is what should have happened last time round. But the flip side of that is if we don't win and we lose by four points or three field goal and whatever else, but we do give them a proper game, but something, you know, there's, what a, because we've got to go back there, right? It's looking like we're going to have to go back to Lincoln Field. We're going to have to go back there in the NFC Championship game. So we either want to leave the lever marker there that goes to the Eagles, You don't want us coming back so if we can win by you know if we win by 10 clear points and really it's it should have been 14 and we take our foot off the gas towards the fourth quarter and they get one back and leaves a marker that the eagles are like we don't really want those guys back because you know they've they've been one score they've been they've been patchy the eagles they're not they've not hit their stride but then also the the counter of that is you know get out healthy, maybe just you know lose by one score or a field goal is that the worst case scenario because as you say we're already well we're two and a half up in our division two clear yeah. three clear i think aren't we so we're after going to be with yes after the help from dallas at the midweek um so yeah it's it's a weird one it's almost a free shot in a
0: yeah, way I, I put out a, a, a tweet at the beginning of the week and it was um the eagles need to win this game big by 10 15 points to choose to show that they can beat beat up on a big, big bag team and the 49ers need to win a close game to prove that they can win a close game. And it's so strange. So I feel either way this game goes, if the Eagles win it by three points or a last kind of last minute kind of Hail Mary, then it's going to be well, you didn't, you're only winning in close games. You can't run away with games. And if the 49ers run away with it, then it's going to be well, you can't win in close games. Brock can't play from behind. So I, I still think we come out of this game and it is going to be... Still plenty of questions. Still plenty of questions. Still plenty to work on. Um, Paul, give me your uh, prediction for this game. I'm gonna take
2: the uh, I'm gonna take the Niners to win. Sorry, yeah. So I've, I've flipped I've flipped on it all all week, um, back and forth. And 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 the reason why I flipped it back and forth is because of the the, the way we're at. So I think we're at uh, equal. Uh, so the Niners are minus three right now. So I flipped on it. I think we're probably gonna get the push there either way. Yeah. So I think Niners win it by is all win it by three. Give me, I'm on the over. So give me 27, 24. I think that covers the over. because uh, I think it's 47 and a half. So yeah, um, I think we will get. you um, potentially a very similar game to the Bills game of the week, where um, the Eagles start off slow and you know the Niners can get ahead. And I just believe the Niners defense will be able to hold the lead better than the, the other teams that have had the lead against the Eagles, so that the, the Chiefs did and the Bills yeah. had the lead for such a long time. So I think the Niners will, will get out. will punish the Punish the inefficiency of the the Eagles' offense in the first half. It, the Eagles have struggled. I mean, the Eagles have been in eight one-score games, which includes the loss that they had to the the, the Jets, which is wild. As Zach Wilson is the only quarterback to beat the Eagles so far, um, when they've played, it's, it's
3: like it's like this. It's like the start of this season, isn't it? It just sums this season up perfectly. It's like yeah.
2: it's nuts, yeah. When when who they play, but the Eagles have, have just been in these tight games and. You know, like you, you mentioned the Vikings last year. It was just an anomaly that the Vikings came out the right side of 11 one score games. I don't think Philadelphia are going to continue to, you know, continue to come out. And it's not luck to say that they've won the games and, and, and that would be harsh to, to, to say to Philadelphia that they've been lucky. They've been in tight games where just teams have had the opportunity to, you know, stamp on them and kill them and they've just not taken them. And there's just no way that the Niners don't do that. In my opinion. I don't think it, enough's going to have changed from a Philadelphia perspective this week. To, so all of a sudden that that now, what's been going on in the, the games all season has suddenly changed for this one. Um, it is tough going to the link. It's horrible going to Philadelphia and, and playing, in, especially in such a, an important game. But I just really like the Niners, the, the uh, offensive line to dominate and take over. Run it down their throats. We saw the Chiefs do that to them, which was wild, considering how poor really the Chiefs oh, have been. You know, Pacheco, Pacheco oh, killed them. Yeah, Pacheco they're they're not renowned
3: won. for their running game, are they? The Chiefs? Yeah. Managed, did you say he put the yards on them?
2: Yeah, yeah, and if you know, you've got kind of a, a, a McCaffrey there. I think you can have a huge game today, um, and more importantly, Trent Williams to have a huge game because I think you know that's the key for that that Niners O line. So I just think the Niners O line is better than the Phillies O line, and I think the. Niners D line is better than the Phillies D line. I think that's where ultimately the battle is going to be won. Um, and then just the skill players behind finishing things off. But yeah, I, and I think just we all need this for not just, again, mentioned this before, not just from, for our team. So not just for you guys, for the Niners, not for me, for the Cowboys. The NFL needs this around a race for this NFC number one yeah. seed because Philly at 11 and one, it's done. You know, they can afford yeah. to come into Dallas and get beat next week if they win this game yeah. because they've still that's got it. kind of two games. So yeah, everything opens up. So for, just for the benefit of all of us for the, the rest of the season, nanas win this game
3: and i think it's safe to say I the can... benefit for the season benefit for the nfl is that they need one of these prime time games to live up to the billing you know a lot sort of you know the chiefs bills you know the chiefs eagles game was good but it wasn't wasn't a great game it was a close game it was tight but it wasn't great you know there's been no great game well maybe the maybe the Chargers. maybe the Chargers lions game yeah, from yeah. a couple of weeks that was ago a good game that, that was one was a good I, game. Called it. Well, I called as game of the week. <clears throat> Just so <laughs> shout. Just p- particularly the, the, the Sunday
2: night, the NBC Sunday night games have been put on Monday night football. Yeah. So you've got Cowboys, Eagles next week on Sunday night football. So, what, you know, if, if the, if the Niners find, yeah, find a way to win, yeah,
3: they Monday. No, they flexed the Seahawks. So there was a, day.
2: yeah, they moved uh, the Patriots Eagles. out of Monday night football. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I think. Finally, they're into um, that. First, yeah, team to, first team to be done. <laughs>
3: my um, prediction i'm gonna go 31 21 9 as a win get out ahead ooh. get the get the 30 points get out and get it done and yeah they'll come back towards you know second second third quarter the, the eagles will start to battle and come back in but it's it'll be done by then and it'll be uh, you know done and dusted out of there i you very much smack in the nose statement win, get the average, you know, get our average 30 points, McCaffrey and and Debo to have a day. Um, I don't know in which way. I don't know if it will be loads of screen passes and getting Trent Williams out in the open to just flatten as many eagles in front of him as possible. I think he'd love that if if Shanahan can scheme that up. I would not be surprised if, if Shanahan schemes the Trent Williams in motion play just for this game, just because everyone wants to see him do it yeah. If there's a game that he's going to want to do it in, it's this one, and and nobody yeah, will, nobody's going to want to see Trent Williams coming at them full speed from you know emotion, right? It's horrible. That's my 31-21 yeah,
2: nice. thought of, thought of Trent Williams running at me terrifies me. Jesus Christ! Just even the never mind actually yeah. having to face it on the field.
0: Constant yeah. nightmares.
2: Absolutely, I, I think you touched on it before as I think the, the 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 ten the fact that uh, the Niners haven't played since Thanksgiving is huge. The ten days, the mini buy, I yeah. think is huge in this one. Philadelphia have I've had tough game after tough game after tough game. Just played five quarters last week, uh, yeah. in, you know, in, in in overtime against the Bill. So, yeah, I think that's huge. Um, and you know, probably one of the main reasons why the 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 Niners are three point favorites, but favorites. yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I think that's massive in this one because the Eagles have just had rough game after rough game after rough game these yeah, this last six the, weeks. In the seven. last
3: game against the Bills, they lost. They
0: lose Cox, wasn't it? A couple of players. yeah, Fletcher Cox is out. Um, Dallas Goddard is a big one for me as well. I think he's kind of the the uh, Travis Kills, is he the George Kittle that kind of makes everything tick in that kind of thing. Yeah. He was I can't see him playing uh, with I think he uh, dislocated his shoulder or broke his he's forearm. Broke his... Yeah, his forearm against Dallas. Dallas yeah, yeah. yeah um, so I can't see him going. Um, obviously, just kind of catching up with the rest. The, say so there is other games in the NFL. Um, Gary, what Honestly, is the game other of the
3: week? <laughs> oh, you put me on the spot now. Other than other than the one we've everyone's been talking about and everyone thinks is going to be the game of the week, right? Uh, okay, Hang on, bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna jump in first. Then
3: So go then. Let me get we- the schedule up. You go first, and then you can steal my game like you always do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I was looking at the schedule and I was struggling. I feel like I've gone out on a limb here. I've gone Titans Colts as my game of the week. The yeah. reason being that if the Colts pull off a win here, they'll go to seven and five. A surprising seven and five in a division that is hotting up. Uh-huh. Um which will be really, really interesting down the down the bottom of the down the stretch. Down
1: the because stretch.
0: Titans will be kind of they're sitting at six and five. Jags sit at eight and three. No one's talking about the Colts. And I think that's a winnable game for the Colts. You mean
3: the Texans, Colts. right?
0: The Texans, yeah, sorry. I think that's a winnable game for the for the Colts. So my game of the week to watch out for, and the one I'll be watching for, will be uh, Titans-Colts. Six o'clock kickoff, off yeah. so it means Six. I can concentrate on, on the 49ers yeah. game as well.
3: Yeah, I suppose, I mean, I'm looking at that one and looking quickly, yes, I've got, uh, you look at that one you think, yeah. Mania will probably happen down there and whatever else against the Titans. But the Titans are going to be so one-dimensional. I'm not sure if that's going to be a great game. The Broncos Texans, the other team in that division, I think, is the one to watch out for. Broncos on a on a streak, starting to get things moving, starting to get Russell Wilson cooking again. I hate saying it. I hate saying that. But you know. <laughs> let's ride. To, let's ride! Go, Broncos Country. Let's let's cook or, or whatever it is, you know you know he is looking like a bit of Russell Wilson of old they are using um, Sanjay Perrine really well out of the backfield he's scoring really highly in fantasy teams and PPRs and stuff so he's making a load of third down sort of conversions over the through the air um, and obviously the Texans are you know the Texans are the Texans I don't know I'm seeing if Tank Dell does anyone know if Dell was actually playing I think he was questionable Sounds if like he's, he's not, gonna play a thing, yeah. Uh, okay. Well that that that's a bit different then because obviously we know Brown's out, but if Tank Dell's in, then the Texans and CJ Stroud seem to be coming together and seem to be the team of the of the moment. But I think that's a that's a quality matchup between the Broncos and the Texans. That's one to watch out for. Again, it's a six o'clock one, so you know you could look at that Keep one before Can
0: the, Broncos... the appetizer. Get to seven and five. I would never have gambled that on week three. Could you
3: imagine that? Nobody would have called the Broncos being on a winning, winning sort of percentage and a winning record at this point of the season when they were one and
0: Five Were they on yeah. one in five? Yeah, they're on a straight, I think it's a six game winning streak. Uh, Paul, yeah. you're not getting away with this as well. So, we've got Redmond's red hot game. Oh, nice, love that bit, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. love it. Um, we'll be so, borrowing that
3: on GTW next week, yeah, it? absolutely. <laughs> That's
2: going straight in our show, yeah. Um, I'm going to take Sunday night football. Actually, I think Chiefs Packers could be a really good game, um, and a really important one for both teams as well. So, we've had we talked about it, we've had a fair few duds on Sunday, Sunday night football. So, I think we do a good one. Um, and Chiefs-Packers could be a really good game. Jordan Love has had a coming-out part the last few weeks, his performance
3: in. Sunday, yeah, he's been hitting a couple of
0: can, big, can do big, it? big
3: yardage games, hasn't he? Can you Can
0: you? Can do, I do it? it? All above the Love train, oh. Love train.
2: <laughs> well, I'm definitely oh. a part of it, I think, now, because Jordan oh. Love's been on on fire. <laughs> I think that, that Packers... That was so bad. The Packers offence... <laughs> The Packers offense has really got moving, and obviously, yeah. I can have that one. Um obviously so many young players on, on that offense and a young team overall, and they seem to have settled down now after some real struggles earlier on in the season. Um so yeah, I fancy that to be a really, really good game. I really like the Packers at home as well. I like the Packers, but I think it's Packers plus six at the minute if that stays going into oh, to wow. Sunday night. Um I think the Packers can win the game outright. Um I think the Chiefs the Chiefs are struggling, but the Chiefs seem to have also started moving in the right direction. They've found a receiver now in Rasheed Rice. I think he could be the one out of that's massive, a wide receiving core. Mess, mess
3: of names that you can't really pick one yeah. out of at all, can you? It's it's yeah. it bizarre to think that that you know if the Chiefs just had a one and two receiving core, you know, two determined, you know, two wide receivers that you could say that's definitely number one, definitely number two, and you look at them and got, Who have they got who've they got? They got Skymore, a Sheet, Rice, and Darius Tony, and it's just like oh, just just get some receivers and nobody could touch that team, and it's just bizarre that they've. Still manage to do what they do, and that's obviously yeah. credit to Andy Reid and the Mahomes. But yeah, it's yeah. If if Rice starts to really co- continue that sort of trajectory, he could be a real danger.
2: And I think they only need the one as well, right? Great if they have two, but I think they only need the one to make the offense really work. Um, and Rai seems to be the one. He seems to just be the one out of the wide receivers that's able to catch the ball, which, which which helps. So um, and you know and and all of a sudden that helps Kelsey get a bit more free, a bit more open. And the Chiefs' defense has probably been the story of that team all season in terms of how how good they've been led by Chris, uh, led by Chris Jones, but. I think, for, yeah, I think that's just going to be a really, really good game, and um, yeah, I think the Packers can beat the Chiefs, which is man, wild, really. And and the AFC, we talked about the NFC race for number one seed. AFC is wide open. Wide and open that number yeah. one.
3: Is, Jags are still in it, aren't they? That's are yeah, that's my pick. Seed, huh? I
2: think the I think the Jaguars are going to s- s- kind of sneak in the back door. Um, and get <laughs> Alex all aboard. Alex all
3: aboard that yeah. train. Yeah, it's all just the, the way.
2: Yeah, and and I was worried for them when they got when the Niners and you guys killed them a few weeks ago. But just their, it's just the way their schedule softened because so they play Bengals Monday night. Obviously, Burrow's gone down. Play the Browns the week after no Sean Watson and and that Browns defense is starting to creak a little bit. They've got one huge one huge game. I mean they're all huge games, obviously, but they've got one huge game. They've got the Ravens in Week 15. That could decide where then where that number one seed goes because the Ravens' schedule is pretty tough. I'm pretty sure that the Ravens still have to play. You guys still have to play Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, and they still have to play the Dolphins as well. And they've got a Week 18 matchup against the Steelers, and the Steelers could be chasing to still be in the playoffs, which. Potentially or that could be that division. Mind
0: numbing. That's
3: mind numbing that the Steelers. Yeah, Matty's
0: not around to defend his Steelers. Um also just on that one. I'm liking this game, Paul. I'm liking this game for your red uh Redmond's Red Hot game because it's in it's in Lambo and it is gonna be a snow game. Light sprinkling of snow. Yeah. Love a snow game. We all love a snow
3: game. It's just a shame it's one AM in the morning.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm on the Pack I'm also on the under that game as well. So I think I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be not it's like early forties, so it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be a bad game. But yeah, I just think it'd be tight. Love the Packers plus six and I love the under, especially if it's gonna snow.
0: Okay. Let's let's fly through some others. so we've got the Baker Mayfield revenge game, um LA Rams versus the Browns. Um, Gary's oh, rolling his bruh. eyes at me. How's that a revenge game? <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, I can get, I mean, it's like, uh, he's had many chances. I, I see the Rams having too many options there and too many offensive weapons against the Browns, uh, creaking defense, as you say, Paul, and an offense that's just doesn't know who's under center and who's what. I mean, uh, is it, Joe, is it PJ? Is it DTR? Is it, Joe Flacco, is it Flacco? Today. Flacco? Joe is going to start today, yeah. There, yeah. Who knows? That's wild, Flacco, isn't it? Yeah. That's just wild. <laughs> that, 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 I wild. Oh, yeah,
0: I mean, uh, we got Book, I'd, I'd uh, Bucks, lean towards Panthers. the Rams,
3: but god, no, uh, Rams, yeah. yeah, you got, I yeah, think the Rams, Bucks, Rams. Panthers, uh, Bucks have got to be, you know, it's a, we've already said how pleasant that division is.
0: Um, revenge game, uh, not a revenge game, I think there could be a sneaky upset there with the Panthers. Um, they're gonna win more than one
2: game, aren't they? They're not gonna just go yeah. through the game winning one, winning,
3: who's stepping into their assistant coaching position? Is it an ex player or is it a
0: uh, ex, one of their ex coaches. Yeah, uh, no, interim coach, isn't it? Um, I think it's their D, one of their defensive line coaches or something. I did see it. A no name, basically, stepped up to take it. But did you see? Uh, That's like Ty- Jeff Saturday at the
3: Colts last week, was it?
0: Uh, why was his name just slip? Uh, commentator uh, is uh, Greg Olson. Greg, has Greg, you know, Greg Olson has put his name in the hat saying that he would be interested in talking about the position.
3: Is, <laughs> I mean why not right I've, I, he's got absolutely no coaching experience uh, he has not gone through the pyramid but hey he talks a good game
0: exactly what, el- um... what have you got
3: to lose for the last of the season right get get a um... bit of feel good factor in get the media attention Yeah, get hard knocks yep. in there for next year why not right
2: I think Greg Olson's just trying to get himself another job lined up after Brady steals his job at Fox. So, yeah. yeah,
3: really much. is looking at nice. doesn't He knows he's going to be the backup to the big games next year, doesn't he? It's just a shame because he's dolphin, brilliant on Fox, Greg Olsen. Yeah,
0: he's really. I like him. I think he, he did a really good job at the Super Bowl. Uh, Dolphins commanders. How much can a Dolphin score? Smashing the over on that one, Paul. Yeah,
2: well, I'm certainly on the the uh, Dolphins. I think it's moved. It was nine and a half. I don't know cause I think it's a high over. I think it's forty. Uh, I've just got it. It's forty nine and a half. So you think uh, Washington going to be? You know. I was going to be able to score 14 points yeah. or 10 yeah. points. I, I don't know. Um, and also, I think what we've seen is the Dolphins' offense has slowed down a little bit, and that's because they've had some tougher games. Um, but their defense is is stepping up huge. Kind of the return of Jalen Ramsey's helped um, kind of yep. get that Vic Fangio defense the way he wants it. Uh, real interesting, the Dolphins, I think we... I certainly, and I'll put my hand up as say, I, might, I was wrong about the Dolphins. I had them on fraud watch because they lost the three games against the Eagles. Um the Bills and the Chiefs in Germany Um, but I think the difference is actually they might win more games down the stretch with defense than they will do with offense, and that's what good yep. teams do. So, yeah, um I don't think I think if you had the Dolphins now in those games, they might turn out a little bit differently. And they've got some real rough game, not tough, rough games. Got some tough games down the stretch. I think they still have to play. Some, we, uh, Dallas Cowboys still have to play. Um, the Miami Dolphins they play the Ravens, I believe, which is huge for that number one those seed. Yep. Um, yeah, and they've got to play the Bills again. You know, the Bills I've got. You know, just about still heart still beating for the for the playoffs. So, you know, three huge games, and will we see a different Miami Dolphins than we did in with those tough games earlier in the season? I think we will. Um, so don't totally rattle well. the Dolphins They've yeah.
3: be, been battle hardened, haven't they, through those yeah. games, and they should have done. And you know, I think they've taken that sort of uh, you know, flat track bully to heart and a bit more like any time you come up a good team, you, you you falter. So I think they'll they'll all they'll come into those bigger games with a bit of a chip on their shoulder and a bit
0: of points proof. Just I just a Gary... scary
3: thought when you consider it.
0: Nailed it. Gary nailed it on Wednesday show when he said um the missing piece was Ramsey um for their defense. And I kind of agree. It kind of stops the over the top stuff, stops stops the team from having an explosive uh offense. And it also we we see it as 49ers fans, you see it as a Cowboys fans as well. If you can get that back end of the defense when in working cornerback safeties, your your D line just eats because it's you only need two seconds and you're in. Yeah. Um one one interesting game, this nearly cropped up as game of a week, but I just don't trust the Steelers and uh, old Matty's not here to convince me otherwise. Yep. Steelers-Cardinals, where are we, boys? What do you reckon?
2: Yeah, I, I think the Steelers, look, I think I, this might be a bit bold and maybe just jumping straight in my shoes. I think the Steelers are going to do enough to make that Week 18 game against the Ravens for the division because of who the Ravens have still got to play. Um the Steelers could end up winning 12 games here, um, which yeah. is wild because they've been. <laughs> the schedule's so soft, isn't watch. it? I think yeah. the
3: schedule is soft. So yeah. schedule's
2: really is really poor. And that's the benefit of you know not having a great year of the year before, right? You get to play rubbish teams, or you know teams around, you know, finish the same position as you in, in 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 the division. So they have got the benefit of that. All of a sudden last week, I know they only scored how many points did the score against Bengals? Is it thirteen or sixteen?
3: Sixteen, uh, the, but it was four
2: hundred yards or something.
0: Wasn't yes, four hundred yards of offense.
2: Yeah, all of a sudden things opened up a little bit. So I think what we might see is the um the points come with the production as well, the yardage. The and I'm not suggesting for any minute that Steelers are gonna score thirty points or whatever, but I think this they could have made this move with Matt Canada and fired him weeks ago. Um, should have done and we might have seen this and may, maybe should have done, but they're still right in the mix. They've won what are they seven and four? Um they had so, two. Man. Six a game three, and a half, two? seven and four. I think it is yeah. They're a game and a know, half cool. behind. The game and a half behind the Ravens. Still haven't play yeah. them. That the seen North isn't wrapped up by the Baltimore Ravens by any stretch. by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. And I also don't trust Baltimore in these, these these the losses that they've had have been horrendous. And I know the shellacks the Seahawks and the Lions. I also don't think those two wins are as good as they they look. But. The, the the losses have had the Ravens against the Steelers against the Colts and I mean, they've given out they've given
3: away what is it four or five big leads haven't they yeah like fourteen twenty points up and and given away big big leads they just don't seem to have that killer instinct which yeah. is odd for a Ravens team
0: yeah um, the the Ravens ending to the season is really tough actually I, I take your point there Paul because they go Rams Jags Niners Dolphins Steelers. <sighs> So, laws last four games are brutal.
3: That's harsh, and I just looked at I the even Steelers. Cast the Rams the in The
0: Rams are tough. The Rams are a tough team to play against. Like, I, I don't want to be fa- facing Aaron Donald. Sorry, Aaron Donald. Stafford
3: kicking cup might be back. They've found a running game. The Rams, you know, got Puka Nakua. They they've got some bits and pieces there. Yeah, I just I've had never... a look at the Steelers one. The Steelers have got the Cardinals, Commanders, Patriots. Or they've got teams that they should be rolling over, even with the. Bizarre scheduling and, and the bizarre sort of stats that they're still like minus 600 yardage and whatever else, but games like last week will certainly change that t- that narrative around if they can put 300 yards of offense together because the score the points will come then, as you say, Paul.
2: Yeah, I mean the Steel- the Steelers can absolutely win five. What win- I think the Steelers can, can win five of those last six games that they have. and If you're 12 and five, that might be enough to win the. Not- and, and that has to include beating the Ravens in Week 18. Yeah. That that could be yeah, win that's winning yeah. That that will win that division, which is which is mad. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. it's I think
0: like that could that, be a though, sneaky good that. game,
2: that's... though, Alec. It's part of your game of the week. I think that could be a sneaky good game. Um, because I I think you've got Cardinals. You just know, Don't
3: travel very well. That's the downside. there is that. Yeah, they don't travel well. You know, they they did really well. Was it three weeks ago at home when Kyler came back and they got the win, and then they went on the road and got absolutely. Destroyed and then I think the Rams also just took them to the cleaners last week. And so yeah, it could be a fun game. So any game with Calum
2: in it and what he's got is watch, that, yeah. that ability to, to run and evade the um, Steelers' um, defensive line, defensive front, which is very dominant. With you know, as you have got TJ, TJ Watt there, but yeah, I think you know you've got I think Cardinals could make this a fun game. And um, I think it, I think the Cardinals are five and a half point underdogs. So I almost I think I like the situation, the Steelers to win the game, but the Cardinals to cover it.
0: Yeah. Gary, what's your thoughts on this one? Because I know uh, you're, I just, you're kind of half yeah. in, half out on the Steelers camp, aren't you?
3: I, I, I am. And last last week, you know, finally clicking in offence, finally, you know, Canada going, finally seeming to kind of take the shackles off a little bit. I'm still, they still need to see more. The points need to come. You know, they only did put 16 up on a Bengals team, which is beaten up, and, you know, without Burrow and stuff like that. You'd have thought any... Team that's in the mix for winning that division would have put at least 20 on them. So I don't know, but then this will be an interesting game. This will be interesting because Cardinals. We all know the Cardinals aren't a great team this year, and are are not looking too great across the defense. They're not, you know, they haven't got the greatest defense. So if they put up three, four hundred yards, but put in 20 points, 24 points, then I'll I'll be more and I'll be more sort of on the the Steeler man wagon, and and the schedule just looks really soft. But yeah, I, it's a home win. I just don't know if the Steelers do enough to convince. Pull it out of the bag.
0: Yeah, like it. Um, Paul, while we've got you, on, on the midweek show, we did a I ran a segment called uh, Make Me a Believer. Uh, and we were pulling teams out of the hat. Unfortunately, one of the teams that didn't come out of the hat was the Cowboys. We had two rounds. Uh, Gary picked the Dolphins and the Texans. Give yep. a good, good, good rundown of that. Um, the Cowboys wearing the hat as they're on the preface of kind of not really number one seed, but you know they, they're going to be in the mix of the playoffs. Convinces that they are going to make the Super Bowl game, not win the Super Bowl because I think that's a bit outrageous for a Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, I, I mean, I'll go easy on you, uh, but con- pretty standard <laughs> for a
3: cowboy fans. But
0: you know. <laughs> convinces you're going to make the championship game and win the championship game. Mike McCarthy's going to stay installed for another season. Dak Prescott's going to hang around for a big money contract. Tell us why we should be all in on the Cowboys.
2: Yeah. So i mean going to have to convince
0: myself. First You've got a minute, by the way. Uh, yeah. Okay,
2: cool. So yeah. Ultimately I can... Mike McCarthy needs to get to the championship game to keep his job in Dallas. I think we've we've seen the Cowboys now though. That's about losses against you guys in the playoffs against the Niners. Some te- you know, te- awful losses. Um, so I think that has to be the next step. You, the window on this Cowboys team is, is is I think is closing pretty quickly because you've got contracts you need to sort out left, right, and center. So it is now or never, so to speak, for the Cowboys. Are now if not for a couple, couple of years. I think what we're seeing in Dak Prescott is he's playing, you know, at this point versus last year, he's playing a lot better. He's, I think you may argue otherwise, but the last six weeks, tell me a quarterback that's played better than Dak Prescott. He's been incredible. Um, You know, lead, you know, big comeback win on on Thursday. Lamb's on fire. We've got the running game going again, finally in, in Polar. The offensive line is back to the mean, or you know mean nasty old line it was um, eighteen months or so or so ago, and you've got potentially two of the best defensive players in the game in Micah Parsons on one side and Deron Bland in the in the secondary rough night Thursday, but he's still got his pick. Um, where I think Dallas can shut shut teams down. I think probably what. The, the, the bit where people struggle with is the Cowboys have lost to the Eagles, lost to the Niners, so why is it going to be any different? I think the Cowboys are in a much, much better place. Offensively struggled in the first six weeks of the season, the change to Mike McCarthy from Kellen Moore. That's got that settled. That offense is humming the defence can take the ball away uh the defence can score which is huge and take the ball away so i think Dallas will be a different proposition in the playoffs and if there's a way that and i think they can i think this could still happen Dallas can still get this number 1 seed i know you don't want to hear it guys Dallas still can we need you to help us but we still can, and any you know Dallas have won fourteen straight at home. Anybody coming into to, to at t Stadium in Dallas is going to have a, a, a tough time. So yeah, I b- fully believe the Cowboys can get to the uh, NFC Championship game and win it because I think the gap between the Eagles, Niners, and Cowboys is much smaller than it was twelve months ago.
0: I agree. With, I agree with that. I think your your O line's made. I think it's not Dak that that's made the improvement, not the play call. I think your O line's just made a better improvement.
2: They've been banged up as well on the O-line for a lot of the year. And, and last year, they struggled with, with injuries. Um, I know Jason Peters played for uh, the Seahawks on Thursday night, but we were playing Jason Peters in a playoff game last year. He's brilliant and has been brilliant. He's also 40-odd years old. Yeah. Not what you need in the NFL now. <laughs> uh,
0: here's another one. I'm conscious of the time as well. Here's another one for you as well. We've going Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. I feel like you're gonna drop another game. Where are you dropping another game? Uh... Or oh, you're not? Are you gonna convince me you're not? I think
2: so for, for for what I just said could happen for Dallas getting to the NFC Championship. They're gonna to have to win out. So I think if anyone, weirdly, if what if if, if, if they're gonna drop one, it'll be week eighteen in Washington. They seem <laughs> to really struggle against the commanders. That's the Cowboy
0: Washington. fans we love, <laughs> isn't yeah, it, Gary? Yeah. Just yeah,
2: like so yeah.
3: There it is. <laughs> you'll get yourself
2: into the position, win four games, will have the hype around the Cowboys. All you'll, need, all
3: you'll need to do is just beat the Commanders, which everybody has done, and the Commanders are checked out by now, and yeah. somehow you'll lose that 9 6.
2: Yeah, and and yeah, we lost that game uh, where there was a situation, but it didn't come to, to fruition, did it? Where week 18, the Niners eagles and cowboys were all fighting for the number one seed we needed a bit of help but it didn't matter because we got whooped by the whooped. commanders the sam <laughs> yeah, house first in washington yeah. so yeah maybe that one but yeah i think the obvious ones the eagles next week but uh, Dak's been pretty pretty good against the Eagles. Um, the last He just five, needed to close that years. game out against
3: them last. Yeah, the they, should should
2: they should have, have won. They should have won yeah. that game. Yeah, should have won that game. So yeah, I'm more confident that they'll they'll split the series with Philadelphia. And then yeah, the tough games you've got the Bills fighting for their lives to get into the to get into the playoffs. Uh, the Dolphins who potentially are chasing playoff seeding. The Lions again. Were we we not about Can the Lions get in this race for number one seed? I've
0: I've I've sold all my stock in the Lions. I dumped it all after Thanksgiving. Yeah, it um, was a rough one, wasn't it? <laughs> we, had yeah, was, on, we, we had a Lions fan on, didn't we, Gary? We had a Lions fan
3: on pre-Thanksgiving, and he said, as long as we don't lose in typical Lions fashion, and they lost in typical Lions fashion. <laughs> they were just, yeah. just behind. It was like, uh, you know, it's got to be disheartening. Yes, I think they've bounced back subsequently, but, you know, the, you, when you see them be that bad, you're just like, oh, yeah. oh, you just can't trust them.
2: Can't, can't yeah, trust them. It's, a, it's a rough one. I'm on them against the minus four against the Saints. Saints and I think they're yeah. going to have a bounce Saints,
3: back. Saints are taking that game. Oh, oh, nice. Okay, Saints are taking that
0: game in New Orleans. Yep. Clang, like yeah. it, Gary. Oops, like it. Uh, what you got to plug, Paul? Tell us what you got to plug because we're over the yeah, hour mark yeah. and I'll get told off by the board of directors on so Let's Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Guys.
2: Sorry, Tanner and uh, <laughs> yeah, us Yeah, come give us a follow with uh, the Good Teams Win Great Teams Cover podcast. We're over on Spotify, Good Teams Win Great Teams Cover. You can also follow us uh, along on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok now. We have a dog picking games because that's cool. Uh, at GTDW. Yeah, at GCW underscore GTC. We're the home for all your uh, NFL betting talks. Obviously, we do the previews, reviews of games, but all geared towards the gambling side of things. We're pretty hot over at Good Teams and Great Teams Cover. We've got a great record so far for 2023. Keep an eye out for our fourfold challenge. Um, So, yeah, we pick a, a favourite and underdog and over. We've got Matty doing this week, haven't we? we got, got Matty on it this week, so yeah, we'll see how he's done. Um, but, yeah, the, yeah, so we've had eight eight winners,
0: I think. Yeah, eight, on the podcast, did so you say... Far, if you'd have let it roll from the week one, you would have been up five hundred pounds. I think it's like four hundred odd pounds. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's yeah, where you did... need to go for your betting. I mean, up four hundred quid. You know, get on every, every
2: single one of our four falls. Yeah, we've hit because the nature of them there eleven and a half, twelve and a half to one.
0: Um, three four four picks. Obviously, you know, you you hit one, you're up 50, 60 quid. So yeah, you're about to lose all your money this week with Matty picking them. But you know. <laughs>
3: We'll see. We'll see. You'll be fine. Just don't do. Just do the opposite of what Matty said. Yeah. Just
0: feign right. Maybe.
2: I don't. Oh, well, you'll say that. Now. I'll go for and hour now.
0: And we'll never hear the end of it. I've never uh, it. Yeah. Uh, also, thinking. don't forget your fantasy game day. Uh, get your teams in. Um, I am out on it again this week. I've got to find a way to get CMC in my budget. Uh, if it means tough starting this at, it's a tough dodgy this dodgy price, QB. Um but he's in my Will team. Lewis Gary cheap, I should imagine. Cheers, Gary. <laughs> 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 what you got going on this week, Gary? Tell us this week. Where, what we got this week? blimey
3: got... Uh so just after this one, I'm gonna catch up with the boys talk NFC West show with uh Bo and Jason and Sam as we run down what's happening in the NFC West uh midweek we'll be jumping back on again obviously with the midweek show we've got the EPL show on Thursday where we've got a new a new sort of joint co-host joining us Jamie with the guy who came on and talked all about the Luton story a couple of weeks ago he said he's he's happy to come back and kind of be a full-time member of the team which will help us in terms of kind of balancing the lot out um and then at some point Matty and I need to do a Formula One sort of season review show on Let's Talk Sport because it's been a bit of a bit of a one-track pony uh season but there's been a lot of intrigue and a lot of noise and stuff so matty and i need to kind of wrap up the f1 season but that's still to be determined yeah that's where we are this week
0: nice busy old week as always gary as uh, always we'll be tuning in to your uh catch up with bo hoping he's okay after uh, Paul Deschanel, yeah, if, you, if
3: you've got a message you want to send him, Paul, let us know.
2: Yeah, no, it's rough. It's rough, isn't it? Like losing a game like that—they played so well in. Like, yeah, sending
0: with awesome. a smile, they didn't. Always rough. It? Oh, it's a shame. Rush. It's,
3: it's a I mean, Yeah, I think Bo's. I think Bo's one of those realists. I think he's less happy with the fact that he, they they hurt themselves by you know well, the penalties. The Rams haven't they, as well? Uh, that's the what's the going penalties to the, well. The, the penalties in that game on Thursday were just insane. I think I think one of the college games that we're playing there they I think I don't know if you, you heard the, the comment, but one of the college games was playing at AT&T and they said, we're not sure if this flag is from Thursday night or this game. There were so many on Thursday. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's a harsh comment, painful. but a really, really, really nice comment. But I thought oh, that was that says painful. It all. painful.
0: Uh, tune in Wednesday. We'll be back Wednesday night reviewing all of our bad picks and I will try and come up with some more bold takes that are ridiculously God. bold. Um, Have a good evening. Get your Sunday roast in. And thanks for your time. Don't forget to like and subscribe.